Um, so my name is Jefferson McMillan Wilhoyd. I'm the Chief Informatics and Technology Officer at the Lake County Department of Health. I'll talk a little bit about where that is. Um, with me, I have Greg uh, Gajowskis, and he's going to introduce himself here shortly. Um, but today, we're going to talk about our implementation of Tableau Prep Builder and Tableau Prep Conductor, as well as talking about sort of where we're going. Um, so I am going to say thank you for in advance for you guys being a great audience and allowing me to wander a little bit. I tend not to do so well at the podium, so um, I'm going to sort of sit and wander for a bit. But before we get started, I wanted to do a quick poll. So um, one of the things that I always like to see is when people started using uh, Tableau. So we're not talking about prep, we're just talking about Tableau in general. So uh, let's start at 2018.0. If 2018.0 or prior was your first version, could you raise your hand? Okay, so not bad. All right, so keep your hands up. We're gonna start working back versions. All right, so 10, so 10.0 or earlier. If you started working on Tableau 10.0 or earlier. All right, let's go 9.8, 9.7, 9.6, 9.5, 9.4, 9.3, 9.4, 9.5, 9.6, 9.7, 9.8, 9.9, 9.10, 9.11, 9.12, 9.13, 9.14, 9.15, 9.16, 9.17, 9.18, 9.19, 9.20, 9.21, 9.22, 9.23, 9.24, 9.25, 9.26, 9.27, 9.28, 9.29, 9.30, 9.31, 9.32, 9.33, 9.34, 9.35, 9.36, 9.37, 9.38, 9.39, 9.40, 9.41, 9.42, 9.43, 9.44, 9.45, 9.46, 9.47, 9.48, 9.49, 9.50, 9.51, 9.52, 9.53, 9.54, 9.55, 9.56, 9.57, 9.58, 9.59, 9.60, 9.61, 9.62, 9.63, 9.64, 9.65, 9.66, 9.67, 9.68, 9.69, 9.70, 9.71, 9.72, 9.73, 9.74, 9.75, 9.76, 9.77, 9.78, 9.79, 9.80, 9.81, 9.82, 9.83, 9.84, 9.85, 9.86, 9.87, 9.88, 9.89, 9.90, 9.91, 9.92, 9.93, 9.94, 9.95, 9.96, 9.97, 9.98, 9.99, 9.10, 9.11, 9.12, 9.13, 9.14, 9.15, 9.16, 9.17, 9.18, 9.19, 9.20, 9.21, 9.22, 9.23, 9.24, 9.25, 9.26, 9.27, 9.28, 9.29, 9.30, 9.31, 9.32, 9.33, 9.34, 9.35, 9.36, 9.37, 9.38, 9.39, 9.40, 9.41, 9.42, 9.43, 9.44, 9.45, 9.46, 9.47, 9.48, 9.49, 9.50, 9.51, 9.52, 9.53, 9.54, 9.55, 9.56, 9.57, 9.58, 9.59, 9.60, 9.61, 9.62, 9.63, 9.64, 9.65, 9.66, 9.67, 9.68, 9.69, 9.70, 9.71, 9.72, 9.73, 9.74, 9.75, 9.76, 9.77, 9.78, 9.79, 9.80, 9.81, 9.82, 9.83, 9.84, 9.85, 9.86, 9.87, 9.88, 9.89, 9.90, 9.91, 9.92, 9.93, 9.94, 9.95, 9.96, 9.97, 9.98, 9.99, 9.10, 9.11, 9.12, 9.13, 9.14, 9.15, 9.16, 9.17, 9.18, 9.19, 9.20, 9.21, 9.22, 9.23, 9.24, 9.25, 9.26, 9.27, 9.28, 9.29, 9.30, 9.31, 9.32, 9.33, 9.34, 9.35, 9.36, 9.37, 9.38, 9.39, 9.40, 9.41, 9.42, 9.43, 9.44, 9.45, 9.46, 9.47, 9.48, 9.49, 9.50, 9.51, 9.52, 9.53, 9.54, 9.55, 9.56, 9.57, 9.58, 9.59, 9.60, 9.61, 9.62, 9.63, 9.64, 9.65, 9.66, 9.67, 9.68, 9.69, 9.70, 9.71, 9.72, 9.73, 9.74, 9.75, 9.76, 9.77, 9.78, 9.79, 9.80, 9.81, 9.82, 9.83, 9.84, 9.85, 9.86, 9.87, 9.88, 9.89, 9.90, 9.91, 9.92, 9.93, 9.94, 9.95, 9.96, 9.97, 9.98, 9.99, 9.10, 9.11, 9.12, 9.13, 9.14, 9.15, 9.16, 9.17, 9.18, 9.19, 9.20, 9.21, 9.22, 9.23, 9.24, 9.25, 9.26, 9.27, 9.28, 9.29, 9.30, 9.31, 9.32, 9.33, 9.34, 9.35, 9.36, 9.37, 9.38, 9.39, 9.40, 9.41, 9.42, 9.43, 9.44, 9.45, 9.46, 9.47, 9.48, 9.49, 9.50, 9.51, 9.52, 9.53, 9.54, 9.55, 9.56, 9.57, 9.58, 9.59, 9.60, 9.61, 9.62, 9.63, 9.64, 9.65, 9.66, 9.67, 9.68, 9.69, 9.70, 9.71, 9.72, 9.73, 9.74, 9.75, 9.76, 9.77, 9.78, 9.79, 9.80, 9.81, 9.82, 9.83, 9.84, 9.85, 9.86, 9.87, 9.88, 9.89, 9.90, 9.91, 9.92, 9.93, 9.94, 9.95, 9.96, 9.97, 9.98, 9.99, 9.10, 9.11, 9.12, 9.13, 9.14, 9.15, 9.16, 9.17, 9.18, 9.19, 9.20, 9.21, 9.22, 9.23, 9.24, 9.25, 9.26, 9.27, 9.28, 9.29, 9.30, 9.31, 9.32, 9.33, 9.34, 9.35, 9.36, 9.37, 9.38, 9.39, 9.40, 9.41, 9.42, 9.43, 9.44, 9.45, 9.46, 9.47, 9.48, 9.49, 9.50, 9.51, 9.52, 9.53, 9.54, 9.55, 9.56, 9.57, 9.58, 9.59, 9.60, 9.61, 9.62, 9.63, 9.64, 9.65, 9.66, 9.67, 9.68, 9.69, 9.70, 9.71, 9.72, 9.73, 9.74, 9.75, 9.76, 9.77, 9.78, 9.79, 9.80, 9.81, 9.82, 9.83, 9.84, 9.85, 9.86, 9.87, 9.88, 9.89, 9.90, 9.91, 9.92, 9.93, 9.94, 9.95, 9.96, 9.97, 9.98, 9.99, 9.10, 9.11, 9.12, 9.13, 9.14, 9.15, 9.16, 9.17, 9.18, 9.19, 9.20, 9.21, 9.22, 9.23, 9.24, 9.25, 9.26, 9.27, 9.28, 9.29, 9.30, 9.31, 9.32, 9.33, 9.34, 9.35, 9.36, 9.37, 9.38, 9.39, 9.40, 9.41, 9.42, 9.43, 9.44, 9.45, 9.46, 9.47, 9.48, 9.49, 9.50, 9.51, 9.52, 9.53, 9.54, 9.55, 9.56, 9.57, 9.58, 9.59, 9.60, 9.61, 9.62, 9.63, 9.64, 9.65, 9.66, 9.67, 9.68, 9.69, 9.70, 9.71, 9.72, 9.73, 9.74, 9.75, 9.76, 9.77, 9.78, 9.79, 9.80, 9.81, 9.82, 9.83, 9.84, 9.85, 9.86, 9.87, 9.88, 9.89, 9.90, 9.91, 9.92, 9.93, 9.94, 9.95, 9.96, 9.97, 9.98, 9.99, 9.10, 9.11, 9.12, 9.13, 9.14, 9.15, 9.16, 9.17, 9.18, 9.19, 9.20, 9.21, 9.22, 9.23, 9.24, 9.25, 9.26, 9.27, 9.28, 9.29, 9.30, 9.31, 9.32, 9.33, 9.34, 9.35, 9.36, 9.37, 9.38, 9.39, 9.40, 9.41, 9.42, 9.43, 9.44, 9.45, 9.46, 9.47, 9.48, 9.49, 9.50, 9.51, 9.52, 9.53, 9.54, 9.55, 9.56, 9.57, 9.58, 9.59, 9.60, 9.61, 9.62, 9.63, 9.64, 9.65, 9.66, 9.67, 9.68, 9.69, 9.70, 9.71, 9.72, 9.73, 9.74, 9.75, 9.76, 9.77, 9.78, 9.79, 9.80, 9.81, 9.82, 9.83, 9.84, 9.85, 9.86, 9.87, 9.88, 9.89, 9.90, 9.91, 9.92, 9.93, 9.94, 9.95, 9.96, 9.97, 9.98, 9.99, 9.10, 9.11, 9.12, 9.13, 9.14, 9.15, 9.16, 9.17, 9.18, 9.19, 9.20, 9.21, 9.22, 9.23, 9.24, 9.25, 9.26, 9.27, 9.28, 9.29, 9.30, 9.31, 9.32, 9.33, 9.34, 9.35, 9.36, 9.37, 9.38, 9.39, 9.40, 9.41, 9.42, 9.43, 9.44, 9.45, 9.46, 9.47, 9.48, 9.49, 9.50, 9.51, 9.52, 9.53, 9.54, 9.55, 9.56, 9.57, 9.58, 9.59, 9.60, 9.61, 9.62, 9.63, 9.64, 9.65, 9.66, 9.67, 9.68, 9.69, 9.70, 9.71, 9.72, 9.73, 9.74, 9.75, 9.76, 9.77, 9.78, 9.79, 9.80, 9.81, 9.82, 9.83, 9.84, 9.85, 9.86, 9.87, 9.88, 9.89, 9.90, 9.91, 9.92, 9.93, 9.94, 9.95, 9.96, 9.97, 9.98, 9.99, 9.10, 9.11, 9.12, 9.13, 9.14, 9.15, 9.16, 9.17, 9.18, 9.19, 9.20, 9.21, 9.22, 9.23, 9.24, 9.25, 9.26, 9.27, 9.28, 9.29, 9.30, 9.31, 9.32, 9.33, 9.34, 9.35, 9.36, 9.37, 9.38, 9.39, 9.40, 9.41, 9.42, 9.43, 9.44, 9.45, 9.46, 9.47, 9.48, 9.49, 9.50, 9.51, 9.52, 9.53, 9.54, 9.55, 9.56, 9.57, 9.58, 9.59, 9.60, 9.61, 9.62, 9.63, 9.64, 9.65, 9.66, 9.67, 9.68, 9.69, 9.70, 9.71, 9.72, 9.73, 9.74, 9.75, 9.76, 9.77, 9.78, 9.79, 9.80, 9.81, 9.82, 9.83, 9.84, 9.85, 9.86, 9.87, 9.88, 9.89, 9.90, 9.91, 9.92, 9.93, 9.94, 9.95, 9.96, 9.97, 9.98, 9.99, 9.10, 9.11, 9.12, 9.13, 9.14, 9.15, 9.16, 9.17, 9.18, 9.19, 9.20, 9.21, 9.22, 9.23, 9.24, 9.25, 9.26, 9.27, 9.28, 9.29, 9.30, 9.31, 9.32, 9.33, 9.34, 9.35, 9.36, 9.37, 9.38, 9.39, 9.40, 9.41, 9.42, 9.43, 9.44, 9.45, 9.46, 9.47, 9.48, 9.49, 9.50, 9.51, 9.52, 9.53, 9.54, 9.55, 9.56, 9.57, 9.58, 9.59, 9.60, 9.61, 9.62, 9.63, 9.64, 9.65, 9.66, 9.67, 9.68, 9.69, 9.70, 9.71, 9.72, 9.73, 9.74, 9.75, 9.76, 9.77, 9.78, 9.79, 9.80, 9.81, 9.82, 9.83, 9.84, 9.85, 9.86, 9.87, 9.88, 9.89, 9.90, 9.91, 9.92, 9.93, 9.94, 9.95, 9.96, 9.97, 9.98, 9.99, 9.10, 9.11, 9.12, 9.13, 9.14, 9.15, 9.16, 9.17, 9.18, 9.19, 9.20, 9.21, 9.22, 9.23, 9.24, 9.25, 9.26, 9.27, 9.28, 9.29, 9.30, 9.31, 9.32, 9.33, 9.34, 9.35, 9.36, 9.37, 9.38, 9.39, 9.40, 9.41, 9.42, 9.43
Um, so we are a relatively large county. Uh, the health department itself is actually incredibly unique. So we are the statutory public health uh, agency, so we do all of your you know, traditional public health things, like we have animal care and control, and we do wells and septic, and we do water, um, we do STI prevention, communicable diseases, all of the standard things that you would think about for uh, public health. But then we also have this uh, offshoot arm, which is actually our largest portion, which is our community health center. So it is a federally qualified health center. In there, we service about 39,000 unique patients every year. And then we are one of the largest providers of behavioral health care in the county. Um, so we have things like addiction treatment program, medicated-assisted treatment, residential programs, all of that. We do all of that with about 900 employees and an $84 million budget. So uh, we are the largest department within the county government, um, but we are sort of, you know, fully integrated and fully separate because we have our own governing body uh, that works with the county board. So why is that important and why is that unique? Well, um, our data is both public in the sense that we have all this public health information that we get from the state and that we get from our uh, community, but it's also healthcare related and it's healthcare data. And so we have to govern it in ways that make sense for healthcare. So we have this cool dynamic um, but it's also really hard to manage that. And PrEP, as you'll see, has really helped with that. Um, so what, as the public health agency for Lake County, we're required by statute in the state of Illinois to do what's called a community health improvement plan. So that means that we have to look out at our community, we have to see what's going on, what are all the health conditions, and then we have to figure out what we're gonna do about it. Well, one of the things that we decided that we were gonna do about it is we were gonna use advanced data analytics to help us combat a lot of these health conditions. So analytics at the health department came out of these CHIP strategies. So it is completely integrated into what we do. It is the DNA of what the health department does and what the community is engaging in to improve the health and well-being of all of our residents. We are, analytics is a centralized function under what's called our health informatics and technology group. So that's the entire group that reports up through me. Um, and that group is uh, a combination of technologists, the people who handle our servers and our software and our software developers and our data managers and all of that, and our informaticists, our data analysts, data scientists, all of them, and they are all part of one group. The other thing that we hold in health informatics and technology is we actually hold strategic planning for the organization. So that's an interesting dynamic if you think about it. If you really want data to be your part of your strategy, you put strategic planning with the data analysts, sort of the, the way that goes because it gets fully integrated that way. Um, we are a team, the informatics side is a team of six analysts that handles the entire department. Uh, so that will play into uh, sort of keep that in the back of your head because when you see why we have to do certain things with Tableau Prep and why it was important for us, Ha knowing that we only have six analysts is gonna be key. Our data strategy, much like what you heard in the keynote, is this idea of data democratization. We used to call it self-service, right? So self-service data analysis. What we're trying to do is we're trying to take the knowledge that the analysts have, which is great, and move that out into our employees who can utilize that information and knowledge to do their own data analysis. 
which frees up the time for our analysts to be doing some of the more advanced data science things that they couldn't be doing before because they have you know, the sort of deluge of um, in, intake requests that they have to deal with every day. So that whole data culture, forming a data culture, is really ingrained in our DNA through our chip. And it also is this idea that we need to um, make all of our decisions based on data, not just the ones that we have data on. We want our employees to be constantly asking for data, which what that results in is about 700 data requests a year for six analysts. So if you do the math, that's a lot. Um, so it, and most of those requests are really, really complex. So we started just a little bit of history on our Tableau journey. We started uh, with Tableau in 2018 before I joined the team. Um, we had about 35 active users of Tableau. When I joined the team, we were on Tableau online. Anyone in the healthcare space is like, dear heavens, why? Uh, because you can't put any protected health information in Tableau online. Uh, that's sort of, I came in and I was like, wow, that was an interesting strategy. Okay, let's think about that and look at it a little bit more. Basically what that means is we had no actionable data in there. Because if you think about it, what does a clinician need to know? In order to act on any type of health data, they need to know who the patient is. And if we can't put patient identifiers in the cloud and where they're getting their data, then, well, we can't give you who the patient is. So it just made no sense. Um, so that was before we centralized analytics. We centralized analytics, we moved on to server, and we published one of our first visas, which was our agency financial dashboard, so our revenue and expense dashboard. At that point, we went from 35 active users to about 140, because all of our managers were now required to look at that revenue and expense dashboard on a weekly to monthly basis. So all of a sudden, we had this huge growth, and it was great. And then we got all of our providers on it, and we published our provider productivity dashboard. And that got us up to where we are today, which is about 440 active users of Tableau. So in less than a year, we switched over, so February was when we switched over to server. We were at 112, we grew to 440. So over 300 active user growth in Tableau, and that's all because we very specifically chose which reports we were gonna publish first. But what do we all know about uh, when you start publishing data and information for people? They're gonna ask for more of it, right? It's a never-ending cycle. It's great, but it's never-ending, which is a bit of a problem. So um, Greg is gonna talk a little bit about life before prep and what we did as we started to see that growth before we start th started thinking about how we were gonna manage our data and how we were gonna keep it updated. So Greg? I think you have one more slide. Do I? Oh, I do. <laughs> this was the addition, thank you. Um, so we need to talk a little bit about our data strategy and where we store all of our data. So as I talked about, um, our data and information is everywhere. We've got multitudes of systems, we've got multitudes of systems of record. I'm sure your organizations are either as complex or more complex as ours. So what we do is we take all of those uh, different data sources, these are just some of the examples, but we have uh, about 39 different systems of record that we're combining. Um, all of those go into our data lake. Now, this is a true data lake strategy in the sense that we don't do any transformation between original data to the lake. The lake is just a place that we put tables at. It's just a centralized place for our analysts to start working on. The data lake is optimized. It's a SQL Server uh, database set, but it is optimized for analytics, so it's not optimized for transactions, which is really the key differential. 
And then we move from the data lake into all of our Tableau products. So desktop, prep conductor, server, um, prep builder, all of that. Uh, that all is connected through the data lake. So if you think about our logical data flow, we're moving from our original source, we're staging it into the lake, and then we're using Tableau through mostly prep builder and prep conductor to get all of the data into the format that we need it in order to do um, any type of analysis on. So now Greg is <laughs> going to talk to you about what life before prep conductor was like. All right, thanks, Jefferson. And um, just a little background on myself. My name is Greg Gajowskis, and I've been actually working in this role for about a year. So before September of 2018, I hadn't used Tableau ever, and I had, I had no background in it. I actually didn't really know much about what, even what it was. And I was kind of that guy at the organization that people would email and say, can you create a, uh, an Excel uh, dashboard for me? We want to see this data. I was kind of that go-to guy. I kind of took on that role at several organizations I worked at. And um, I just found a lot of limitations with that, that it's almost like in retrospect, looking back on it, now using Tableau and the, the prep and the builder functions of, of prep, that um, I realized like really what I was missing in that and how, how hard of a job I was trying to do by sending people reports at, at, as requested and trying to manage and maintain reports on an ongoing basis when you know, you, somebody says, oh, I have a question about this report. I'm not sure if the data is right. Then I'm, 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 I'm doing a huge upheaval of what I'm working on and trying to go figure out what's wrong with that one you know, number that somebody's questioning or that one statistic. So um, it's, it's really been amazing looking back on like, how much, um, now that I've like, truly in, um, involved just in doing data and using prep and, and Tableau, how much it's just made my life easier and, and my team's life easier. Um, I think like to understand the benefits of it, you have to understand, and you know, being Tableau users, we, we all do, just how much time it saves a person. Like I, I remember having to update uh, dashboards for, for uh, executive leaders, and it would take me sometimes five or six hours because of how complicated it was and how many different data sources it was pulling off of. And I would have scheduled um, reminders in my Outlook calendar of update this report at this time for this person. And in my, my entire calendar was littered with update reminders. Um, I, thought, I felt like it was this like lifting like um, heavy weights all the time trying to stay on top of all those reports, let alone trying to explore new reports that are out there. And I think that that really lowers job satisfaction. Um, I think I was, we were constantly in a state of trying to tread water. And, and on top of that, our, before we were a centralized analytics team, this person was getting, in this department was getting asked about this question. This person in another department was get, getting asked a different question. So there wasn't any continuity or, or centralized acceptance of what is true and what is false. It was, this number might be slightly different from a report that somebody else put together because they had a slightly different methodology. Um, and so there's a lot of like questioning of data. Um, I'm sure uh, many of you probably could, um, could sympathize with that. I also think that it really limited the types of reports that we as an analytics team would pursue. Um, I think that anal analysts in general are are more than just number crunchers. I think that, um, at least speaking for myself, that I think more in terms of how this is important to the organization or what, what decision a uh, provider, a doctor, um, 
uh, a nurse might make if they had a certain piece of information. But when you're just trying to stay on top of the reports that are um, part of your, your monthly or your weekly um, list of things to do, you're not able to really push the limits of that creativity. And uh, so I think there was, there was a, actually a, um, a tendency to be drawn towards easier reports. Because you know, if you're trying to maintain you know, the 20 different reports a week, it would be like, OK, I'm going to give the, the, the report that's the, more on the easy side or more um, something that is, or, or a monthly report where I don't have to update it every week, I don't have to update it every day. It's more like, let's look, look at every month. Obviously, the, uh, or maybe not so obvious sometimes, but the disadvantage of that is that you're always looking back a month about what happened. You know, what we want to get to is more real time. You know, what's going on and, you know, how could I do something different? Um, and I think that before using Conductor, uh, the future of prep, we were constantly in a state of looking back. So um, we'll get to what the advantages are of using it. But turn it back to Jefferson. So Everyone always asks, why, why did we decide to use prep? With everything that's out there, right, I've got a, um, we have one uh, data architect who is very good at SQL Server, very good at SSIS. You have companies like Altrix out there who are doing all of this. You have Informatica, right? Why did we choose prep? And really what it comes down to is we chose prep because it puts the data crunching, that data manipulation step, closer to where the actual analysis happens. Because if you think about it, the analysts are the ones who actually know what data they need. They know what format they need it in in order to give the results and the answers that the business is actually looking for. So yes, we could have sent all of our analysts out to train on SSIS. Has anyone ever tried to train analysts on SSIS? So I have. It is a challenge because analysts are great and wonderful but they have this very specific focus, and trying to get them to focus on something else is actually detracting from what they do well. So why would we take them out of their environment in order to train them on something just because we want to put the, uh, the data manipulation functions closer to the analysts? So prep really helps us to do all of those calculations and transformations at the point at which it's happening in the analysis step. It also gives them the capability to really uh, manipulate how the data is getting transformed as they get further into the analysis. I think all of us could probably figure out or know through our own experiences that as you get further and further into an analysis, sometimes you figure out the data is not quite what you need it to be, and you need to tweak it. Well, if we were going back to a data architecture team, we'd have to then wait another, you know, if they were doing an agile methodology, let's say every two weeks they're getting through a sprint and a release cycle, so, you know, we'd be waiting another two weeks to get it to them. Well, why would we do that when we could just do prep? The only challenge with prep builder, which is what we started on, um, is that you can't automate it. And Greg's going to talk a little bit about that, but you can automate SSIS. So that's the downside to it. When, they came out, when Tableau came out with Conductor, all of a sudden, everything was open. And now we could start moving forward with the strategy that we wanted to look at. So the other thing that a lot of people ask me about the strategy of why we went towards prep um, is how do we get the funding? Because as everyone in this room probably is well aware, Tableau Prep Builder comes with your license of Tableau, but Prep Conductor does not. It is an add-on. You have to buy it. It's great. Um, so 
basically anyone who has ever worked in local government, dealt with local government, lives in a place with local government, um, will know that the wheels of local government, particularly with funding, move very slowly. Um, our average time to procurement is anywhere between 45 and 90 days. We got Tableau Prep Conductor funding in a week. From the time we pitched it to the time it was procured was a week, which is insane and unheard of in our organization. And the reason being is that we got in front of all of the associate directors for our organization and said, you guys have, from your collective budgets, we need about $60,000 to make this happen. Here's what you're gonna get for it. You're gonna get more real-time data, you're gonna get dashboards that update daily, and you're gonna get more data. Because we can do more if we're not constantly going through what Greg was talking about of having to update dashboards every week. That sold them, it was it. They said, yep, we'll all contribute money, everything will go, and we got our funding in about a week, and then we purchased. So it's all about how you make that argument, and Tableau Prep Conductor for us was this huge efficiency and effectiveness boost that everyone could understand, everyone could buy into because they felt the pain. It's not just, and, and that's sort of the takeaway message from this, is that it wasn't just the analyst feeling the pain, it's everybody in our business who was feeling the pain. So everyone in our business was okay moving forward and trying to get this and making it happen. So. Okay. Uh, so before, obviously, we started, we were able to use Tableau Prep or Conductor. We had to learn how to use it. And um, like I had said before, I hadn't had any experience in doing this before. So learning Tableau Prep from you know, never seeing it before to seeing this screen that had these uh, pulling in tables and, and labeling you know, and doing joins on a, on a uh, drag and drop feature was, very, it was completely new to me. And so it took some serious education, and, I, and Jefferson was a big part of, of shaping what that education looked like. But Tableau's website actually does offer some really good training videos in how to utilize ta ta um, Tableau Prep. Uh, we also utilize uh, Pluralsight, which is also very good for, they have some good videos on how to uh, use Tableau Prep and other features of Tableau in general. Um, we also looked at a lot of the Tableau online forums. I don't know if I'm sure some people here have used those where you can pose a question or you can look at other people's questions about how to use it. And of course, lots of Google searches and just you know people post in all kinds of forums about how to do things. But um, really, there was a, a big learning curve for myself and for everyone on our team to figure out you know, how to use this, this, what is an amazing feature but is very foreign at first. And, um, so that took some time, and especially when you know, our organization invested in this team and they were expecting these results of, uh, we're gonna have, all of a sudden have all of this data and it's gonna be amazing, and you know, there's this big build up to it. And then it's like, okay, but we have to learn how to do it first, and we actually, actually have to educate our analysts how to do it. Um, and it was actually kind of a tricky uh, time period because um, all of the reports that we had been doing in Excel or, or other you know, features that are non-Tableau, um, people were still expecting those from us. So we were trying to maintain continuing to do those reports for people as needed, um, but then also learning these uh, Tableau prep and then trying to start moving things into Tableau. So the first um, maybe three months or so was very chaotic and, and stressful. Um, but you know, through that, uh, that friction, you know, we really, um, embraced it, and it um, it really started to make our lives easier, like I had talked about. Um, so, 
it, there was some, like, some initial buy-in part, but it really has paid off. So I'm going to talk about how it's changed our lives. Um, so because of Tableau Prep and uh, Conductor, basically you're able to create and um, with Prep all of the logic flows that are part of, of your report that make up the data set or that you want to include in, in your report. Um, basically the, the Conductor feature um, allows you to take that all those steps in Prep and schedule them to run on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. And it's, it's given us that more real-time uh, use. It's also allowed us as analysts to not have to keep those Outlook calendars uh, updated with all the, the different poll times because the, the conductor feature tells you when it's scheduled and it pulls that information for you. So I, I think that the result has been for our users, and our end users are, tend to be uh, doctors, um, program managers, nurses, um, uh, kind of a gambit of, 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 healthcare, uh, of healthcare providers. And there, I don't necessarily, through my experience in healthcare, feel like those professions lead to people who are necessarily very comfortable with data all the time. Um, but I do think that with, with Tableau, I've seen a, a little bit of a shift in, in people feeling more comfortable and more in control of how they, they perceive their data. And I think that's partly because of the ability to get things on a, on a more regular basis without emailing, hey, Greg, can you please pull this report for me? They feel like they're pulling the report, so it must be right. <laughs> and you know, sometimes there's some psychology behind that. Um, it's, of course, made them less reliant on us and, and allowed us to, to focus more on building the next new thing. And um, there's, it's, for me, it's really given me the ability to sharpen my skills in different areas instead of just trying to keep up with, with my workload. And it's allowed me to start um, developing bigger and more complex reports that I otherwise may have not done. Uh, so you're obviously not able to see each of those steps, but this is what a, um, one of our flows looks like for, um, this is for our prenatal program. So at the health department, we, we do have a prenatal program. And um, the, the manager of that program needs to be able to see you know, information in real time. So with that, we were able to uh, schedule a, uh, a flow that updates every single night at 11 p.m. Um, so that the, the manager of the program every morning can see what the status is of her patients. Um, so this is the, the main uh, front dashboard of the prenatal uh, program. So the, she, our nurse manager of, of that program is able to see all the patients in, um, that are currently in, within the program and which lab tests they've received what, and uh, to make sure that they're in compliance with it. So anybody who's ever had a child knows that there are certain labs that you need to get done within the first trimester second trimester and third trimester. And this helps them see in real time the number of patients who have gotten those tests. And what the manager does is she actually looks at the number of patients that are in their, currently in their third trimester and then compares it to the number of patients who have received those tests, those lab tests. Um, she's also able to see um, down the road what the expected delivery dates are for, uh, for the patients, like projecting out. And um, so this is kind of a, a management tool that, that she's been able to use. Um, this is the actually using the exact same data source, so that same flow from the, the first slide. 
Um, again, I apologize, it's not very easy to read, but um, this is at more at the patient level. So you have the nurse manager, and then she manages several nurses who um, interact with the patients all day. So those nurses are able to pull this up with the patient in the room or before the patient gets there so they can review their chart to see, okay, this patient X is coming in. They're in their uh, second trimester. Um, this person actually um, hasn't had an ultrasound yet, so that would be something that would, might uh, stick out. Some more uh, demographic information. And then again, they're able to see those tests that she had in her first trimester and what the results of those tests were. So if there's anything that sticks out, um, she's able to, um, to take some action about that. So um, the other, uh, one of the other reports that we've created that has a daily update feature is related to what's called uh, expired DMH registrations. And this is one of those reports where I would used to get asked all the time, hey, Greg, can you pull um, uh, DMH ex expirations data for me? Um, <clears throat> which, you know, again, diverts you out of your, your day, and it's uh, 10 minutes that, you know, can really throw you off. But um, this updates every single night, and will tell our... Our, uh, our managers if their patients are expiring from their DMH registrations. So a DMH registration is basically, it stands for Department of Mental Health, and um, it's basically kind of like Medicaid for mental health patients. And um, in order to be compliant and receive payment as an organization, we have to maintain the registration with DMH. And so now, uh, it used to be something that we would look at periodically, and we were oftentimes reacting to what was happening. And now our managers are able to look every single day and see, okay, who has an expiration that's coming up, um, and, and we need to do something about that. Uh, so this, this is another example of sort of from an operations perspective that has been useful. Um, this is an, another report, again, that updates every single day. Um, this is actually a behavioral health report. Ohio screening evaluation is, is a behavioral health screening uh, tool that assesses somebody's mental health state. And um, the counselors that work at the health department actually pull this up with a patient in the room, and they are able to see how they're progressing with their, uh, their mental health. And this is you know, something that we created recently. It's, it's still in the process of, of getting off the ground in operations, but never you know, before has this been um, uh, available to us to have a patient in the room in real time to show them how their mental health uh, scores are progressing. And it gives the counselor some ability to, to do some analysis of, of that themselves. So again, not something that I don't, I don't think would be very realistic if we didn't have the ability to update this on a daily basis. And just for all you healthcare folks, these are masked uh, medical record numbers. Um, so the other aspect um, of of Tableau Prep is that it makes work transparent. So we really try our best to add descriptions into each of the steps of our, our Tableau Prep uh, flows. And we publish all of our flows on our server, so at any point if somebody wanted to go and look what the background work or the logic is behind any of our reports, they could see or at least get a sense of what is going into it. Um, so. You know, we oftentimes get questions, well, are you, how are you comparing you know, this uh, type of patient to their outcome? This, this has been a great tool for us to be able to explain that to them. 
and, and make, again, make that transparent um, through the, uh, the server. And anybody in our organization who has Tableau access is able to look at this. So because um, kind of in summary, um, the automated, there's been many benefits to using Tableau Prep. I mean, the automated uh, workflows, the, the data manipulation happening closer to where the analysis happens, um, that's key because instead of somebody who's kind of in a database uh, management um, position where they, you know, they may have given a request to produce like a, a data set or a table that is relevant to a request that happens today, that request often changes. You know, as analysts, we know like a user gets certain information and, and then all of a sudden they decide, oh wait, I want it slightly different because it, my, my needs have changed or I thought I wanted this, but now it's, it's different. Um, it's really powerful to be able to, to change that data um, along with operations and be part of that process as opposed to um, trying to look at it from a data architect uh, standpoint and then it's, I feel like that's a much slower um, way of dealing with it. Um, and so again, that, yeah, that makes the shorter time to delivery. Um, it, it gives us up-to-date information for our, our end users and it, it gives us that transparency. So Tableau Prep and Prep Conductor is great and wonderful, but it's not the only part of the data management add-in that comes when you start working with Tableau Prep Conductor. So um, our group has started to look at the entire data management platform to see how we're going to use it. Um, and we've actually already started using some pieces of it, so I wanted to give you a bit of a preview of that and what that looks like. So we learned a lot of lessons over the course of implementing Tableau Prep Builder and uh, Prep Conductor. So one of the main takeaways is that it takes time. It takes analyst startup time. It takes time to build the culture. It takes time to move people onto this idea that they don't need to call the analyst every time they have a question. They can just go in and look, particularly if they're asking about where a piece of data is coming from. Um, the other thing that we learned is you can't get rid of your SQL experts. So as much as I, you know, or some people would like to say Tableau Prep Conductor is great because you would never need your SQL experts, that's just not true. Um, we need to have our SQL experts on hand for some of those complex data moves out of the source system. Because without that, we could never really leverage Prep and Prep Conductor and the rest of the data management suite as much as we're going to. Um, we also learned that near real time, right? We talk a lot about near real time where it's a day old is not near enough. Um, they want like seconds. It was, I put it into the system, now I wanna see it on my dashboard. Uh, so that was a thing that we learned that is moving us towards some of these other pieces that we're gonna, we're gonna talk about. Adoption definitely comes through education. You need to educate your end users, otherwise they're not gonna understand why you're doing this. The reason that I could get funding for this so quickly was because we educated our end users. We told them about what we were doing, we made them understand why they were feeling the pain that they were feeling, and then that helped us to really get this process moving forward. And finally, we learned that transparency is a double-edged sword. When you open up the world for people to see, um, they start asking questions. And most of the time, they're good questions. Um, but be prepared for that. We learned that it sort of takes time away from the analysts uh, to answer some of those upfront questions. But once they get into it and they get utilizing it, it's great because then they stop asking a lot of those questions. So all of those lessons learned have led us to what our future state's gonna look like. Um, so the first thing is around data governance and metadata management. So within the data management suite, 
uh, we get data catalog. So we have already started to implement data catalog. Um, we've started to educate our users around it. We've started to fill in a lot of the metadata, um, as well as started to really look at how do we curate our data sets? Because one of the things that we're recognizing is that when you start moving into data catalog, the ways in which you curate your data, the things that you, the way that you call things, the data that you put into your data files, are really important. And so that is something that we're learning as we're implementing this. So one of the ways that we're doing this with our uh, users is, as you can see, this is our provider productivity. Uh, just like we saw in Keynote this morning, they can open up this little side panel, and they can start to see what's the data source, who was the author of this dashboard, um, and what fields are in utilization. And then they can click on any one of those fields, and it'll take them to the table view where they can see exactly what the description is. So this really has, and we've gotten great feedback from this, because um, the folks who have been piloting this for us have said, you know, it helps me to really understand what I'm looking at. And it helps them to, it helps all of us to come to single definitions, which is what data governance is all about. Um, for us as analysts and as technologists, the lineage feature has been really great. We, if we ever have to make an update to a field, we automatically know how many things we have to touch. Instead of, you know, we just went through a Tableau upgrade and we had to touch every single one of our sheets because we didn't know which ones would break and which ones wouldn't when we did an upgrade. Um, this prevents us from doing that. So it's all about saving time and making sure that we can do the things that we are called upon when we're called upon to do them instead of having to do some of these mon monotonous, mundane tasks that we've always had to do. Everyone's uh, doing machine learning or wanting to or going to try to. Um, you will, you all, I'm sure, fit into one of those categories because it's the new hot thing. It's a hot button issue. Um, what Tableau Prep Conductor now allows us to do is run machine learning in that ske same schedule that we get from Tableau Prep Conductor for keeping our dashboards up and running. So this is an example of uh, our encounters, one of our encounter flows where we're running a neural network. This is a pilot that uh, I just started with uh, running a neural network. So that's an R script that sits right there. Um, it's running a neural network to see if we can predict how many people are going to no-show and see if we can adjust our staffing that way. So it makes us more efficient. We couldn't, if we wanted to do this in real time, there's a lot of coding that has to go into this. So the, the analyst or the data scientist would be writing that R code, but then somebody else has to schedule it. We've got to put it into a table. It's all kinds of nonsense, and then we've got to build it in. This way, it's right in our flow, and it's right in, our, in the way that we work and the way that we process. And so we can go, and we can test, and we can change, and we can do all of those things as we need to in real time which is really great and wonderful. So, this, uh, so the newest additions of Tableau Prep Conductor really enable us to do machine learning in real time, which is something that we probably could not have done historically. And finally, our uh, self-service. So I started this by saying we are all about data democratization. We are all about creating citizen data scientists. And so Tableau Prep and the data catalog really enable us to do that. So our users are starting to pilot doing web editing, but the only way that they could do that is if we ensure that the data is up to date and that they have all of the data definitions that they need in order to do this. Otherwise, they'd be calling Greg and I every hour of every day saying, okay, what does this mean? What does this mean? How do I change this? How do I do this? Um, and that would just take all of our time away and completely defeat the purpose of self-service. So uh, it really has changed our life, and it's changed the trajectory of what our data strategy looks like. 
So if you were to ask me when I first started at Lake County what our data strategy would look like, I would say we're going to have a data, we're going to have a fully fledged data warehouse that has um, Tableau sitting on top of it with direct data links. But instead, now, if you ask me today what our data strategy look like, looks like, it's we have a data lake, and we're using Tableau Prep and Prep Builder and Prep Conductor to move and transform all of our data, and then to really enable citizen data science. And that's the goal. That's the new strategy, because it's completely changed our world. And it's completely opened up a lot of our resources to be able to educate, to form that community, and to build that trust in the data that has been missing for so long. So uh, I was told to encourage everyone to fill out their surveys, so please, on your apps, when, you're, when we're done, fill out your survey. Um, and we have about 15 minutes left for questions, so we are happy to take any of those. Our email is up there. If we don't get to your question, feel free to reach out to us.